It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. This is really something today. I feel like I'm talking to the original Coke or, you know, some other major icon. Ethan Becker is joining me today. He's the son of Marion Rombauer Becker and the grandson of Irma S. Rombauer and the original author of The Joy of Cooking. He attended Le Cordon Bleu in Paris, but he learned to cook from his mom. An outdoorsman, he's the master of the grill and at cooking game, and here's something you might not know. Ethan's outdoor gear and survival and combat knives are sold internationally under the brand Becker Knife and Tool. Ethan and his wife Susan, a writer, editor, and artist, live in East Tennessee at their home, Half Moon Ridge. Well, Ethan, I am so excited to talk to you. I'm talking to an icon, and I want to know how it feels to you to be part of something so iconic as the joy of cooking. Well, it's... um... It, it, as the saying goes, it beats working for a living. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's been a wonderful thing. I mean, Granny's book has, has fed now four generations of our family. And, of course, as a kid, um, you know, what your parents do is, you know, what your parents do. Right. So I never, as a kid, I never really understood what was going on. Being able to make a living making people happier, which is essentially what we try to do, is a wonderful way to make a living. Oh, it is. You're a lucky man. And and really, your grandmother, how amazing. We should talk a little bit about the timeline of Joy of Cooking. In 1931, if I've got this right, your grandmother self-published The Joy of Cooking. And that's amazing. And what else I understand is she was 54 years old, a late bloomer in many respects. I mean, not a late bloomer, but, you know, for, for doing something yeah. that major. Well, um, she, had to, she needed something to do. Um, my grandfather had, uh, had uh, committed suicide. He had depression off and on most of his life. And her kids said, why don't you do a cookbook? Of course, one of her aunts... Um, because Irma was not known as a great cook, great baker. She was she was the cake lady, but it uh, but was not considered a, within the family a very good cook. And the aunt said to her, "But Irma, if you wrote a cookbook, who would buy it?" <laughs> Little did she know. <laughs> well, what Irma did know is where all the good recipes were buried. And she um, pulled them out and dusted them off and made sure that they all worked and, you know, were properly tested and um, uh, spent a summer in a hotel in, uh, up near Petoskey, Michigan, and wrote the book. Amazing. Let me ask you, where were they buried? Where were those great recipes buried? Well, uh, she knew who the good cooks in the family were. Ah, so she got <laughs> them to friend. divulge? And Irma was known as a tremendous hostess. She really, um, uh, and like all Rombauers, she really loved to tell a story, and she was very good at it. Well, you know, it's the book is so, um, I'll use the word again, iconic. It is the book that I, I learned to cook from my mother initially, but also from the joy of cooking. My dad gave me that book when I was a teenager. And it is so 
he is a good dad and he it's so spattered and dog-eared and you know what I love so much is the red ribbon that holds the page <laughs> but I remember checking on like how to set a table or how to put together a menu or broad topics like all about beef but then also things like how to make a fondue and it's so comprehensive how did she I mean that is just a major undertaking well, the first book, um, you're not the first person to ask that question, but if you look at the first book, it was 500 recipes with a casual culinary chat. And what we've done, I mean, now it's uh, a thousand pages. Yeah. Uh, 4,500 recipes if you count variations. So what, what's happened is, is we've grown the book. Somebody, uh, I had a, there was a woman that uh, did an interview with me uh, during the 50th, I think it was the 50th anniversary anyway, it was, it was a long time ago, and she'd been on a big cookbook project, and, and the people had, uh, who shall remain nameless, hired a bunch of very smart women and basically locked them in a conference room and said, come out with the joy of cooking. And this woman, who was very smart, after the interview was over, she looked at me, and she was kind of angry, and she said, how did they do it? <laughs> and I was, I was nonplussed. I had no idea what she was talking about. She said, how did they do it? And I said, well, you know, I said, have you looked at the first one? And she said, yes. And I said, well, it's a whole lot easier to start, uh, to, to build uh, the book that they asked you to come out, that they asked you to come out with, if you're you know, you've gradually built it over 30 or 40 years. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we're still doing. I mean, we, we, the 75th anniversary book was, came out a couple of years ago, and my son uh, looks like he's going to be doing the next one. Oh, that must feel so rewarding to know your son's continuing. I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's and he's really... he's a good writer. Oh. And, he's, and he's got a and he's got a heck of a set of taste buds on him, which is also important. And that makes me think: Were you all just foodies from birth, or or was it just you know? How, are you feel grateful that your son's a foodie, or did he have no, no choice? Well, sure, sure. I mean, but you know, one of we just played different games than most people did at restaurants when I was a kid, because what we played was what's in this and how much. Ah, so you were writing recipes as a small fry, well, or breaking them down. Doing all right, and I certainly my folks were much, much too subtle uh, to to give me to give me the. I was kind of I wasn't tricked into doing the book. Let's not be foolish, but um, they didn't push, and I haven't pushed my son because it's. It's way too easy to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like the doctor's son has to be the doctor, the lawyer's son has to be the lawyer. And if you push, I think if you push your kids too much about stuff, then you frequently end up with bad results. And if their passion isn't there, they're not going to do it the justice that it deserves anyway. Well, you know, admittedly, the book has been built on and started with 500 recipes is up to the over 4,500, I think you said now? I think it's... it's, We're we're never quite sure. (laughs) 
the publicity people have a different way of counting sometimes. But there's a lot of recipes. <laughs> <laughs> well put. There's a lot of recipes. But do you have a suggestion for the user, you know, to really make the most out of this book? Is it sit down and read it cover to cover? Or is it, what suggestion do you have for us to really get the most out of Joy of Cooking? Well, um, with the current edition, the best thing you can do is spend some time with the index. Because... Thanks to searchable PDF files, we've managed to, to break the book down into a bunch of different books. Uh, all the Christmas recipes are in one place. Uh, you can put together a complete uh, roster of Greek recipes, Eastern European, Southern. All of these things have been broken out, kid-friendly recipes. That's great. So um, are all listed separately, the um, family favorites. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it, we've really been able to make many, many cookbooks in one. Know your ingredients section, which uh, we've always been very proud of. Yeah, I love that. Is now alphabetized and banded um, along with cooking methods and techniques, which is pretty, pretty new, uh, where we go through everything from hearth cooking, cooking in your fireplace, to the cosmic oven. The new book is much easier to use in a lot of ways than previous books, and that's thanks to my dear wife Susan, who is um, who is Mrs. Ms. Organized, <laughs> um, and who is a tremendous editor. Oh, see, it's a family. It's a family business in the truest sense. Well, Ethan, let me ask you, you know, so much has changed. You mentioned Cosmic Oven and so much has changed, but so much has stayed the same. I'm curious, what what parts of the new book just make you say really nothing? People's tastes have not changed. And what parts are the most different from your grandmother's original work? Well, certainly the, the comfort, I mean, Granny was very comprehensive for the time she was in. I mean, there's uh, there's polenta, as a, for instance, in the 1931 book. Wow. Because she was a big traveler. I mean, her answer to any problem was pack the family up and let's go to Europe or let's go to Mexico. Let's uh, explore something new. Um, and, uh, but certainly certain kinds of ingredients are available now that weren't available. The biggest change really came in the 50s when my mom uh, turned the book into what I think of as a modern, of, as, as its first modern iteration. Because I think if Irma was still writing the book, it would have died in the 70s. Because her, all of a sudden there were a lot of cookbooks like Irma's in the 70s. And what Mom did was to try to make it into an American LaRousse. Ah. To, to bring the Know Your Ingredients section in, as a, for instance, and to try to make it a more scientific book. Because, look, every family has a good recipe. I mean, recipes are, in a sense, a dime a dozen, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. 
and how they're written is a is a big difference, and also uh, the ancillary stuff. When when mom put in the <clears throat> the about, uh, you know about strudel as it for instance, mm-hmm. so that and and about. <clears throat> um, uh, about various kinds of fruits, about about uh, poultry, so that there were these introductions, and she was really the first person to do that. You know, it's funny when you talk about your grandmother's version. I have to be honest. Of course, I was reading your mother's version. Thank you, Ethan. I appreciate it, and my best to you and continued success. It's not like you need it for the next hundred years on Joy of Cooking. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah! Q102. Splash, splash, splash. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.